You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. And on today's episode, we have a full guide all about how to pick up girls in social settings. Okay, so bars, parties, and you're still going to be getting a lot of advice that's going to help you with just meeting women in general. So things we're going to go over today, some mindsets, we're going to go over appearance and body language, we're going to be going over tonality and how you're talking to women, we're going to go over how to open, we're going to go over some flirting techniques, we're going to talk about how to put this all together and make it so you understand how to meet women and attract them when you first talk to them. And again, in these more social settings, but this is still gonna be very helpful. Even if you're going out during the day, you're doing some day game, you're meeting some women on the street, whatever it may be, it's all still very helpful. Even on dates, this is gonna be helpful. So you're gonna utilize some of these things for dates too. Maybe not how to open specifically, but some flirting and tonality and body language and all that stuff. So let's just get into it. Here it is. This is a live that I recorded just a few months ago and I thought it was too good not to share with you on the podcast. So check it out. Let's dive in. It's been a wild ride, we'll say the past 12 months. The coaching program that I've created is now, uh, it's being run by a team. So I have coaches who work underneath me. Eric, you might know him from the podcast. He comes on about once a month. And then there's Jamal, who I like to say he's my new coach, but he's not really new because he's been with me for almost a year now. And these guys are completely crushing it. There are guys who are entering this program that are losing their virginity. And by the way, I know that sounds funny. Like back in the day, several years ago, I would think that's funny to say, like losing their virginity. That, that sounds like a, like a teenage thing, right? Like a teenager oh, losing your virginity. Like, oh, the amount of virgins today that have increased since 2019 is insane. I did a whole video on that, actually. I forgot what the exact percentage is, but let's just say the count is rising. There are more incels than ever. Anyway, Trip Advice Coaching is solving that problem. We are getting people laid. We are getting people girlfriends. We're getting people into relationships with women that they never thought they could be with. And we're doing this with guys who are 18 all the way to 70 years old. We're doing it with guys who are divorced or have been divorced. We're doing it with guys who have kids. We're doing it with guys who are in their 20s, who are you know, living in the city and they have a lot of opportunity amongst themselves. We're doing it with guys in their 30s where all of their friends have girlfriends or are married and they're the only one who just hasn't found someone. So we're working with a lot of guys in all different avenues and the results have been insane. You know, it was really hard for me to hire on coaches at Trip Advice. Eventually, I would like to actually have them here on the YouTube channel. It was very hard for me to do that because I have my system, I have my, my ways and the way that I teach things. And it's a little bit scary to hand that off to someone where it's like, okay, now they're going to start coaching people. 
it's this is this is like my baby, right? It's like if you had something like this, you'd be treating it like it's your baby. You don't you want it's perfection. You want them to do an insane job, right? And lo and behold, almost off of the bat of getting these guys started, they've been able to do a tremendous, tremendous job. Every single week, they show me screenshots of text messages that they're getting from their clients who are getting amazing results. I'm going to share those with you, not this second, but I'll share those with you in a little bit after we go over some material here. My point is, is we are taking on tons of guys who are ready to learn this stuff, who are ready to take this to the level that they've always dreamed of and, and beyond. I say beyond because we have some guys that enter the program that are expecting minimal results and get far beyond that. So if you need help, if you don't want to do this alone, if you want to make sure that you are getting results in your dating life, and I say key word here, key phrase really, make sure, because doing it on your own can be really tough, go to tripadvicecoaching.com, fill out an application. We will talk to you. We will get you in the program. We will help you. Does that sound good? So what we're going to do right now We are going to go over kind of like a cheat sheet, we'll call it, because it's not literally everything, but it's fairly comprehensive, comprehensive enough. And we're going to go over the process of approaching women. I would say that uh, some of this is meant for social settings like bars, clubs, parties, things like that. But this can also very much be implemented for casual approaches, daytime approaches, meeting women in person. It's really for everything. Just some examples you're going to see, they're going to seem like they should be more for, for nighttime stuff, but we'll go over it. Let's go over some mindsets. And by the way, I know that you can read ahead here, but try not to. Don't worry, guys. We're going to get to all of it, but let's just start one at a time. Okay. So mindset, by the way, I know, I know, I keep teasing everything here, but this was created, we'll say co-created by one of my coaches here at Trip Advice. So it was created by Jamal. Jamal, if you're watching, great work. This is what he put together in a way to help him learn the Trip Advice method. And then he added some personal elements to it as well, which I think were really cool. So, Let's dive in. Mindset number one, you're the prize. You're going to qualify or disqualify her. So what does that mean? That means that when you're out there dating, whether it's online dating, whether it's approaching women, whether it's uh, you, you get on a date with the girl, it's never about we need to impress her. Okay. It's not about impressing her. That's the intuitive thought. That's what we think as men because naturally we're the ones pursuing, right? But I want you to look at it and I want you to flip the script a little bit and think about the fact that you are already the prize. And by the way, if you're not the prize, that's something that needs to be worked on. Okay. That's self-esteem issues. That's your value in a sense, like what you have to offer as a man. So those things can entail your 
career, your lifestyle, your knowledge, your wisdom, and your network as well. But either way, whatever's going on, we want to get to the point, or at least fake it till we make it, that you are the prize. And we meet women not to impress them, but to what? To see if they are qualified for you. Are they qualified for you? This one takes a while. I could do a whole 60 minutes on just this concept alone, but we should just keep going. Okay. She's not better than you. She's just another girl, like any girl you've date and slept with. Now, I know that sounds kind of obvious, but I don't think it really is for a lot of guys. In fact, I'll even admit for myself many years ago, consciously and subconsciously, we assign a value to a woman and we can think that they are better than us. That's why we get into impress mode. You tend to try to impress someone who you want to get to like you because you feel that maybe there's something about them that's better than you or you're not good enough. She's not better than you. She's just another girl. I got to be honest, guys. I've met a lot of women. I've dated a lot of women. I've been in many relationships. I've talked to many women. I've, I've interviewed women here on, on uh, the podcast or, or this YouTube channel. There's a lot of women out there. Just because she's pretty, I'm telling you right now, it does not make her special. Really, truly, truly understand that. And I understand that you may think, well, she's very attractive and, and, and there is a value assigned in the sexual marketplace because if you are, a, let's say, a very attractive girl who's 23, 24 years old, you have a lot of men who are after you. So there is that sexual market value that is assigned. But that doesn't mean that she is qualified to be with you. And that doesn't mean that she's a scarce resource. We treat beautiful women as though they're scarce and we assign them a very high value because of that. That's one of the reasons. So just be very careful about that. Again, back to rule number one, you're the prize. We are seeing if she is qualified or disqualified. Next, women are generally more anxious than men. So by your approach, you're probably making her anxious too. So assume that she needs your psychological support to get her comfortable. I love this one. This is a, a, this is a great Jamal twist. He kind of took some of my words, made his own. I really like the way that he stated this here. It's interesting. When we say uh, women are generally more anxious, to be more specific about that, we'll just say that women... They're very conscious of the way that they look, the way that they appear, and especially the prettier they are, the more attractive they are, the more fragile that their ego is. Because if you were a woman who is attractive since teenager and up, you've been treated very special and you don't want that to go away and your looks decline over time. So whether you are in the peak state of your attractive level or you're on the decline, women are going to be worried about their looks 
thinking about how they're presenting themselves. They're not just roaming around like these super confident women, even though you see it. You might see that. You might see a confident woman walk down the street or enter a bar. She looks so confident. She's pretty and confident. Or in pictures, you see. It's not true. By the way, you could be that person too. You realize that. You're just assuming. That's why I tell guys you should just go and approach women because when you go over and approach women and talk to them, they're going to assume what? The same thing that you're assuming. This confidence, even though you might not be feeling it. So, the mindset is like, okay, let's assume that she needs your psychological support. Like I like, I like the way that's stated because it's like, okay, we need to get her comfortable versus you're sitting here freaking out thinking, okay, this, this woman, you know, whether you're on a date or an approach or whatever, this woman has it all figured out. She's got it all. She's, she's super pretty and super put together. And a lot of guys like her and all these things going through your head. Instead, I want you to be in reality about what she's thinking and how she's feeling, which is definitely nervous as well. All right, let's go and get through some of this appearance and body language. I say get through because we only have an hour and I want to cover it all and take your questions as well. Okay, so dress well, obviously. Sometimes I cringe at myself having to say that advice. It's like the same advice of, Make sure you have good, good hygiene. But man, I see a lot of guys out there that don't focus on that. So it needs to be reminded a lot, a lot. Okay, a little hack for you. If you want to get better at dressing well and you're unsure and you have no idea Go to Pinterest, type in men's fashion, type in men's style, type in men's style 2023. Boom, there's your inspiration. I can do this real quick for all budgets. Low budget, look at what you see on the men's style. See what you like. Describe that in Amazon.com. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe a guy was wearing like a, a, a green bomber jacket. Type that in Amazon, you'll probably find one for under $50. So that's for low budget. High budget, just hire a stylist. Simple as that. Okay, let's keep going. Make sure your energy is optimal and you're 100% sober during approaches. I'm really serious about this one. I, I really do believe that. I, I'll, I'll probably do a whole other... Uh, live on this sometime. It's looking like the, the sober life is starting to really catch on. There's a lot of people who are starting to quit drinking, not because they're alcoholics, but they're choosing a healthier lifestyle. And I'm seeing this, I'm hearing about this. Seems to be the buzz, no pun intended. And for you, my friend, you need to be 100% sober during your approaches and talking to women. You can't learn effectively if you are intoxicated and it's going to mess with your energy, you're going to be sloppy. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you feel a little bit more confident and that gets you over there, but wouldn't you rather learn that sober? So that way you can have the superpower to always do that. That would be pretty nice. Making sure your energy is optimal. You're not too low energy and you know, you're not 
too shy, but you're not like over the top, like, ah, what's going on? But you're high energy, at least mirroring the energy that you're seeing from me right now on this live as an example. If you see someone you want to talk to, don't think any further. Just walk gracefully towards her. Three second rule. Three second rule comes from famous pickup artist Mystery from the Mystery Method. Three second rule. Because if you don't go over there in three seconds, you know what happens? You get inside of here and your brain is not your friend during approaches, especially if you have approach anxiety If you have anxiety, the more that you think, the more it's going to stop you from going over and making that approach. So you got to go over there as fast as possible. And my advice to you is A to B. So wherever you are, see a woman, you want to talk to her, A to B. You are A, she is B. What's the quickest way to get from A to B? Straight line. Boom. Go up, talk to her. Imagine this. Here's the, here's the mindset. Imagine you're walking down the street and you're going to get a coffee and you see your friend who you haven't seen in a couple months. How are you going to go over and talk to them? You're just going to go right up. You're not going to think about it. You're just going to get over there as fast as you can because you're excited to see them. That's the same energy into this approach. If not, it's going to mess with you. Same idea here, looking towards her direction when moving towards her. What we look at, what we're directed at, is what we go towards. Once you reach her, make good eye contact, okay, with the seductive technique and then throughout the first few minutes of the interaction. So the seductive technique, it's, a, it's actually a, a video on here on YouTube. And so the seductive technique with eye contact is when you're looking her in the eye. Obviously, you could have, there's many forms of eye contact, right? There's like deer in the headlights eye contact. We don't want that. There's like dead, dead pan or dead face eye contact. We don't want that. You just want a slight smile, a slight squinch, as they call it. That's when you're squinting your eyes a little bit. And you want to hold that eye contact for most of the time. We'll call it like 85%. Meaning naturally, like I'm doing with you guys right now, although I am looking at a screen, you talk, you look in the eye, and then you kind of look away. But definitely, definitely when you're talking, look at them in the eye. Obviously, when you're listening too, it's going to be weird if you don't. But a lot of people, they get nervous when they're talking. They can't focus as much. So that's when they start to wander off a little bit. So really stay connected. That's going to help build the connection. I'm really excited, guys. I have a YouTube video coming out on Sunday. And I'm really proud of this video. Put a lot of work into it. It's like a mini documentary, like a baby doc on eye contact, how to hold it, why it's important. And it comes out Sunday. So check it out. Posture. Straighten your back. That would be the most really I'd focus on your body language. 
it will make you look and feel more confident. It's true. Ah, man, I forgot who talked about this. It might have been Tony Robbins. Yes, it was Tony Robbins. I think he was on Dr. Oz. And he talked about standing in like the superhero pose. And that when we do that, and we actually transform our body to that more confident body language, it has an actual effect on us. So it will make you look more attractive, but it will also make you feel that way. All right, next. When you get to the girl you're interested in, close the space, physically square up with her body frame, basically position yourself directly in front of her about two to three feet apart. I have a diagram of this in my book, Magnetic. If you don't have that, you can get that on Amazon. Just type in Trip Kramer Magnetic. And, and the diagram shows just a, a simple drawing of a guy going over and doing an approach. And you might not always approach head on, but you might come in at like a 45 degree angle. So it's not so intense for her. But almost immediately, you need to close that physical distance because you need to say to her through your body language or through your body positioning you are interested in having a conversation with her, and that's what this is. This isn't some casual, hey, what's going on? We're, we're turned. It's like, no, we need to close the gap because now you can create this bubble between you and her, okay? Okay, cool. Um, extend your hand and introduce yourself. I'm going to add in um, not right away. There's a lot of different camps here. I'm sure you could do both, but I'm a not right away kind of guy. I lean towards that because when you extend your hand and introduce yourself, if you do it in the beginning, it's like comes off as weird salesy. Like what's going on here? I'm being introduced to some stranger. Why? I would just assume friendliness and assume almost friendship. Even better, assume that she's attracted. And later on, we can do the whole, by the way, I'm, I'm Trip. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Okay, we can do that later. And in fact, I, I think there's a, a nice moment there. I love that moment when it's like, hey, we, we were talking, wherever you guys are, by the way, the sidewalk, a bar, a club, wherever. It's like this moment where, man, we've been connecting, we've been talking, we've been flirting. And we kind of push that to the side just for a second to remind ourselves, oh, by the way, I'm Trip. What's your name? We never really connected. And then it's like, <clears throat> like it really just, I don't know, something about that just really closes it up right there. Just my thought. Okay. This is a big one. I don't talk about this enough. I really should. But hey, we're doing it now, aren't we? Act as if it's just you two there. Don't worry about the people around you. Okay? I call this the we bubble. We meaning you and her. We. The interaction is focused. There's eye contact. There's that minimal space between you two. 
you're creating this metaphorical bubble between you two that nothing else matters in that moment. And the reason why we do this is because it helps the connection. It also, well, it's more seductive and it also builds confidence. It's like, you're not reacting. Like, re, like you don't want to be reactive. Could do a whole other top, uh, video on that topic too. Reaction and non-reaction. The most attractive man is non-reactive and stoic. And so if you're focusing on all the other things around you and there's like this ADD moment, kills that connection. Kind of like on a date. Treat this the same. The date, an approach, we bubble. Just you and her. Keep that connection. Take up a little bit more space with your limbs. It's okay to express with your hands. Yeah, you don't want to be too stiff. Do it naturally. I'm more, I'm, as you can see, I'm a very expressive person with my hands, with my body language. That's just me. You don't have to be to that degree, but try not to be too stiff. Seek touching opportunities. They need to be natural, bold. I don't teach too much physical escalation techniques. I used to. There's a lot of videos on my channel that have that. They're still great. I still think they're awesome. You should still watch those. But I also want you to make it so it's natural and you're not, well, I guess really seek is the wrong word here. So let's fix that. We'll say discover for lack of a better word. Okay. Just meaning if it happens, it happens. So I've gotten to the point naturally, or maybe I was always this way. I'm not sure where I can comfortably touch someone because I'm in the moment where I just would do that anyways. So forgive me, seek is actually the the wrong word there. It is much more discover, meaning if it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. You don't need to do that. But if there's a moment where all of a sudden you're touching her hand, you're looking at her ring, oh wow, this is a cool ring, you're checking it out. Or all of a sudden you're making a point and you kind of touch her arm for a second or you touch her shoulder for a second. Or maybe even go in for a hug. Or maybe there's this kind of like light high five, something like that. The more forced it is, the worse it is. Okay. A smile regulates your tone. It's not what you say, but how you say it. That really matters. Okay, so two different points here. First of all, you can get away with a lot more when you smile. If you tease her and you smile, so let's say you give her shit for something and you say something to her like, ah, oh, really? You're from Austin? Come on, Austin? It's the worst. I don't know. Making a, an example here, but maybe you say something where you're joking around. If you say it deadpan, it comes off serious. If you say it with a smile, not so serious. So when you are doing any kind of teasing, joking around, smile helps. And it's not what you say, but how you say it. So if you're saying something that is kind of boring, like it might sound boring to you, you can make something sound exciting. 
You can make the most mundane, boring topic of conversation exciting if you have energy into it. Right? You can talk about, okay, so what are the boring topics? What do you do? Where are you from? What do you like to do on the weekends? Right? Those are typically boring stuff. I love that stuff. I love talking about that because you can take those anywhere you want. If you just say, so what do you do for fun on the weekends? Oh, you, you like to kayak? That's cool. Awesome. And, and where are you from? Was a what? That was very boring. That was weird. The tone was weird. You seem stiff. But if you're like, whoa, wait a minute. What do you do? You kayak. Okay, hold on. When's the last time you went kayaking? Last week. It was freezing last week. Where do you even get a kayak? Is that, oh, well, Amazon? Does Amazon sell kayaks? Oh, okay, you just rent them. Damn, I got to try that. Energy, tone, excitement, interest. Pace your words demonstrates confidence. So what this means is by pace, I don't necessarily mean talk slow the entire time. There is a moment to speed up your conversation and talk really fast like this. And then there's a moment to talk a little bit slower. And if you can kind of shift between some of those, not every single second, but if you can shift between that and dance around with your words a little bit, that can bring the energy back and it can also sucker into what you're saying. There's a lot here. I recognize that. And I'm saying this because maybe you guys are taking a bunch of notes right now or you're really excited when I keep this on the channel and you can watch it again and pause and all that. Don't get too overwhelmed. I got overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed pretty easily when learning stuff because I can get really excited and learn all this stuff and I want to implement it all at once. I'm giving all this to you, not so you can go out right now and literally do every single one of these and like you got to do it all. You pick one or two. This is very important here. Really listen to this because this I want to teach you how to learn and how to implement. You got to take a couple of things and then you build. So any of these, it doesn't matter. Whatever speaks to you the most. If you want to pick some of the easier ones, that's fine. There's plenty of women out there to talk to, practice on, go on dates with. You'll never run out, so don't worry too much. I'm going to make a call here, guys. I actually want to get to questions. So I'm going to finish here. And then next week, same time, same place, same day, um, I'll go over the rest of this. So you'll just have to come back. Because you know what? I don't want to rush through all this. I thought I could get through all of it and take questions. And I don't want to rush through it because I want to give you the best material possible. So hopefully that sounds good to you. It sounds good to me. Let's keep rocking. It's okay to have a bit of silence between your questions, comments, and her responses. You don't have to fill in every single silence. Like I just did. You can totally talk, have a bit of a silence. She can ask you a question can pause, you can think about it, you can create a silence. So 
then it builds a little bit of tension. Sometimes that's fun to do that. So don't worry about having to fill it all in every single second. Okay. Use downward tonality. I'm doing that right now. Downward tonality is the commanding tone. At the end of your sentence, the inflection goes down instead of up like this. If you use upward tonality, it is what's called seeking rapport, like you're trying to get something. Salespeople do it, which they shouldn't, by the way. In sales, you should be talking in a downward tonality. It needs to be a commanding tone, like I'm talking right now. It goes down in inflection. It sounds more attractive. It sounds more attractive mainly because it's more confident instead of, hey, how you doing? So you're from Austin? Cool. How about, so you're from Austin? Cool. See the difference there? Downward tonality. Quick tip for that one. Practice this by, by reading um, out loud a book, an article, whatever. Practice reading it, and then that way you can start to get that down. Let your tone and inflections match the moment and the subject, so definitely use inflections. Basically, a.k.a. be careful of being monotone. Okay? Hit me with questions, guys. What's the best way to retain information you teach on the videos? This is great. So we'll dive a little bit deeper into this. The best way that you're going to do this is... You want to, I'll, I'll build off of what I was saying. You want to take a couple of things and implement it. Another way is taking notes. I suggest writing with a pen or pencil. We are writing slower than we type, so we retain the information better. So you will retain that information if you're writing it out. Old school, but I'm telling you it works. And then focusing on a few things at once in terms of implementation. But every morning, if you're really serious about this, if you're really serious about this, every morning wake up and just read things, read all your notes, categorize it, put it all together. So that way you can still watch these videos and keep it going. Okay. If a girl cancels and reschedules a date twice and hasn't replied to my text for three days, has she lost interest? Blair, she lost interest the moment that she rescheduled. Yeah. Again, we're not chasing. Back to first point that I made earlier for mindset. We are the ones who disqualify. Now, of course, if it sounds funny, like Trip, she already disqualified him. How do you, how do you disqualify someone who already disqualified you? Well, if you're not doing it fast enough, and you're not disqualifying at all, then you're texting her more. Then you're trying to get her out more. Then you're trying to hang out with her more. You got to always come from the fact that this is low interest when they're not interested in meeting up with you. The only exception to this is a situation in which she goes, hey, I, you know, I know we have a, a dinner on Thursday, but I can't make it because something came up that I have to do for work. But I really want to see you. Are you free another day this week? If she sends a text like that, 
That's cool. Like we're fine there. But after that, no. What if you can't bring girls back to your house? Then you need to be working on getting a place where you can do that. Um, Someone said earlier, and I'll comment on that. Someone said, fellas, before you get into all of this, focus on your, on your money. So I agree and I disagree. Yes, as a man, you should always be focusing on your career, your building of wealth, your appearance, your, your health. These are things as a man you should always be working on. Always. Till the day you die. And... That's part of your life right now and always, and it will always be that way. In the meantime, it's still okay to be practicing, going out, talking to women, getting on online dating apps, even though maybe you don't have some of that stuff handled yet. Yeah, Blair, she lost interest, buddy. More importantly, Blair, I want you to lose interest. Okay. The second she's not interested, the second she's giving you some runaround for whatever reason, she's done. Trip, how do you know if you're even ready to date again after heartbreak? It's hard to answer that. It's kind of personal. Personal in the sense where it's personal to you. You would probably know better. You know, um, test it out. I think, I think the best way to know is to actually date. Let's see what happens. Jason, great question. I will probably talk about this a little bit next week. But uh, a good way to keep a conversation going for an extended period of time is always going to come down to your curiosity. How curious are you about the person and learning about the person? That's like the natural way. I know not everyone has that. I believe it can be built, though, a natural curiosity. That's my quick answer for you on that one. When should you go for the kiss? Let's just say this. At the very least, you should be going for the kiss somewhere halfway on the first date and on. And to answer your question to like, well, when after that first half of the date, when it feels appropriate. Like when you're feeling like you want to and you feel like there's a connection, then go for it. Don't overthink it. All right, let's dive into this. Slightly fumbled the bag with this girl. So ghosted, sorted myself out, then came back. She invited me to her volleyball game, which was a month away. So I turned it around to asking her out for coffee she said, no, any idea what the hell happened, considering everything was going well text-wise. Her responses were strong, entertaining, and dropping hints. Julio, you're trying to build some sort of relationship over text. And while I know that happens more and more these days, because we do a lot of texting, the strong attraction comes from being in person. So even though she's responding to you or dropping hints, it just doesn't mean anything. Also, you ghosted. I don't think she forgot that. And that probably looked bad on your part. I get this question quite a bit. 
choosing signals. I don't, I just don't pay attention to them. I don't, I don't pay attention to choosing signals. It's kind of not a, it's, 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 it's a waste of your time and it's just not efficient because you don't know. You'll never know for sure. Bottom line. You'll never know. And for those of you who don't know, choosing signals are, it's the signal that it's like an IOI sort of like an indicator of interest. Like she's interested in you, like a sign that she might be interested so you're only going for women who you know are going to be interested. You just don't know. All right, let's see if I can do Steve S. If you're still here, I'll just read it out loud. My question, I'm in Miami. I met an attractive woman on Bumble. I'm 56, 6'2", retired, Wall Streeter with a head of hair, look younger than my age. She is 55 years old, divorced with teen kids. We bantered a bit on Bumble and she volunteered her phone number without me asking. She asked me to meet for a drink. We met for a drink, grabbed a bite at the bar. The date lasted three and a half hours. I walked her to her car, gave her a quick peck on the lips and told her I was going out of town for a few weeks and would like to go out when I get back to Miami. She said, reach out when I'm back, but she never sent a thank you text, which I took as a bad sign. When I got back to town, her response time to my text was a lot longer. Another bad sign. Granted, a month went by while I was out of town, Ah, well, but I sense low desire on her part. I asked her to go to a cool event in Miami for Saturday night by sending her a video. She didn't respond. The next night, I sent her another video asking her if everything was all right. By the way, I don't know why you're sending videos. That seems a little needy. You haven't heard from her. In the video, I said I wanted to see her, but got the sense she didn't feel the same. So to make it easy, just text me a one if interested and two if not, and I won't contact her again. Um... Is that the end of it? No, she's more. She sent me a text to say she was going to be out of town at her daughter's college and that my event should be fun and to enjoy. I never texted her back. Probably for the best, Steve. Here's the thing, Steve. Even though the date went well, when that much time passes, a couple weeks to a month, and if she's a catch, which it, I don't know, it sounds like she could be, Life gets in the way, attraction goes down. Basically, it's like a graph, okay? Attraction starts to go down, 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 down. It keeps going down as more time passes between seeing her. Guys, same thing with texting. If you're texting a girl all the time, but you never see her, but you're thinking, oh, she's responsive, she's responding to me, fast. She's LOLing me. She's sending me emojis. She's initiating text or who knows what's happening. The more and more time that you guys aren't connecting in person, like a human being, because we have evolved to connect in person. And no, this is not like some millennial here talking about why is everyone texting these days? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that fact, you connect with someone in person. And so the less and less, or I should say, the more and more time that passes between that in-person interaction, interest wanes. Now, here's the thing. I know that doesn't always happen on the man's front. Like you could be like, trip didn't happen to me. I'm still interested. It's been a month since I've seen her. The way women become attracted is an emotional reaction. 
and the way that you make her feel, the way that she feels around you, it's not so logical. And because it's not so logical, it's not the same as the way you're experiencing it. She needs those spikes of emotions. Hope that helps. Yes, I like this. Great, concise way of saying it. Her attraction goes up and down depending on how you make her feel, period. And you can't make her feel anything if you're not seeing her. And you're not really making her feel much if you're texting her. Tips on when you're getting cold approach. Didn't know what was happening until it was too late. Always assume attraction. Yeah, I like the answer after that. Quality said, step to her regardless of her attraction level. Yeah, or just assume that she's... Don't even think about what she's... Let's rephrase this. Don't even think about what she's thinking. I don't care what she's thinking. What are you thinking about? Don't focus on her. Guys, you're the prize and you're going to qualify or disqualify her. It's up to you. If you're interested, make a move. If you're not interested, who cares? So, do I agree with looks, money, status? Yeah, I do agree with it. But... You have to remember that women are attracted to everything. They're attracted to everything. Yes, they're attracted to looks, money, and status, but they're also attracted to the way you spike her emotions, your behavior, your inner qualities, I call them. She's attracted to it all. You have to work on it all. It seems like a lot of work. Everything's a lot of work. Like, people, guys complain about this. It's a lot of work. I complain about it too. I did. What's, what's not a lot of work? And I, I know we can make jokes on that one, but I'm talking about the things that are like the best. Like, what's the best? Like being with a woman, not looking at a screen, right? Making money, having a career you love, health and, and, and fitness in your body, friendships, relationships. It's all work. Welcome. Welcome to life, everybody. Welcome to the world. You don't, by the way, you don't have to do the work. I'm not here to convince you to do the work. I'm just your reality check. I think it's worth it. You know, for some guys... I guess they'll just give up and they'll go the incel route. But uh, I don't know. Seems weak to me. There's other answers out there. Yes, if you buy one of my courses, you will have access to the Trips Corner group. For those of you who don't know, Trips Corner is my private Facebook group. There's 1,900 guys in there. We're talking in there, answering questions. People are connecting with each other. So whether you sign up for coaching, whether you end up uh, getting my hooked course, which is getterhooked.com, you will end up in Trips Corner. The only thing that you might get that won't get you into Trips Corner is my book. My book on Amazon, you will not because it's, it's sold by a third party. So if you need more help, 
If you want to get coached, go to tripadvicecoaching.com so we can help you. We can guide you. If you want to go and, and get my course, my course is available. It's called Hooked. It teaches you everything about how to build attraction, how to meet women, and how to be a guy that is attractive to women in all the ways, the, the, the outer qualities, the inner qualities, looks, money, status, appearance, uh, that's looks. So looks, money, status, as well as flirting behavior. Some of those things we're going to go in a little bit deeper on next week. So, so yeah, go check that out. And we're going to call it in just a second here. I want to show you guys some cool stuff, though. Just some examples of some of the text messages we get from clients. It's pretty awesome. So this is one text to one of my coaches. So the date, this is from our client here, from our student. So the day went well, went all the way. I encountered similar resistance, but was able to get through it. Basically, she is younger, 26, and hasn't hooked up with a lot of real men, her words, since COVID interrupted a lot of her post-grad social life. And me being 30, put together, was apparently getting in her head. I think... What you told me about not being outcome dependent also helped my mindset during the date. And that's probably what helped him take it all the way. Pretty awesome. Here's another one. Approached an eight girl table, approached two girls, then approached a group of two girls with my boy and secured my first number. I want to redo at the chai spot. This was a text from a client who had bad approach anxiety, and now is getting numbers from approaching very hard approaches. Also super cool. I love how he said, I want to redo. We all want to redo once we learn and once we get better, right? You're like, oh man, if I only learned this or took control over this or implemented the right things a year ago. But guys, let's not focus on that. Okay, focus on what we can control now. Here's one more. Hey, how did your date go? From our coach. Date went really well. Think I did a good job of building tension and she's definitely interested in seeing me again. Looking like I'll have a few more dates set up for later this week or early next week too. This is just scratching the surface. I have so much more of these. If you need help, trip advice coaching, don't hesitate. Thank you all so much. It was great chatting with you and I'll talk to you next week. Peace.